Welcome to another edition of On the Road with Legal Talk Network. This is Lydia Malone, and I'm the host for this episode, which is being recorded on location at ABA Tech Show 2024 in Chicago, Illinois. Joining me now, I have Heidi and Alicia. Welcome to the show. Hello. Good afternoon. We're excited to be here. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us. Perfect. Before we get into our discussion, please tell us more about yourselves. Where do you work and what do you do? My name is Heidi Barkas. I'm a litigator at Lewis Thomason in Knoxville, Tennessee. I've been trying cases in state and federal courts for the last 30 years. And my name is Alicia Aquino. I'm the CEO and litigation consultant with Aquino Trial Services, and I help attorneys look good in the courtroom. So what we do is help prepare all the pretrial documents, graphics, and trial presentation. Great. Thank you. So just the first question, what are your first steps to keeping everything organized and under control? Uh, I don't know what if I have adepts, but from the get-go, everything's got to be charted and documented, and I have to rely extensively on a team of really good paralegals and associates. And I would have to say just create a workflow from the very beginning. Just make sure that you have your Excel, your deadline, you know, you have your, your witnesses, and know who's going to be on your trial team. Do you need any jury consultants? Do you need an e-discovery consultant? And just kind of understand the workflow. Great. Thank you. And just to kind of expound on deadlines, how do you stay on top of those court deadlines and manage workloads to avoid missing dates and burning out staff? Well, of course, there's a lot of amazing uh, case management programs out there to help with calendars or calendaring and the deadlines. But for me, I always take a look at what the court's website is, take a look at the local rules, the department rules, and then just make sure that all your deadlines are calendared from there. Of course, the ethics rules require me that I have to document all deadlines two ways. So I document through Outlook so I get a pop-up reminder, which by the way, I would have missed this interview without my Outlook reminder, (laughs) and then I document on my own personal calendar. The third thing we do is keep a scheduling notebook, and that makes the whole team responsible for the deadlines in that scheduling notebook, and the scheduling order is under each tab for each case. So it's a three-way document system. Perfect. You actually answered my next question, which had a lot to do with, you know, how do you vet everything and know it's accurate, relevant, and useful? So it sounds like you really lean into that uh, that scheduler to keep everything on track. Well, I just, ha- I just have to because of the professional ethics. There's just no way to get around a blown expert witness deadline or mm-hmm. a pretrial brief deadline. Definitely. Perfect. How do you manage, organize, and remember data, info, evidence so you have it and can use it when your client needs it the most? All right, this is a hard question for me right now because my prior system was to keep everything in a notebook for each case. So I had a three-inch binder, and I contained in there what I considered everything I needed. If I forgot a deposition, which never happened, I could grab that binder and go. We are moving Monday to a new office, and we're allowed to take our laptops and our office chairs. So all of those binders that I have relied on for 30 years are disappearing. So I am trying to use an electronic notebook only for each case and keeping each document separately electronically. But I have to share with you, this has been a very difficult and trying transition for me to go paperless. But I'm doing it. Great. Alicia, anything to add to that? 
I think in general, just making sure that your naming conventions, that you have, you know, organized your documents by year, keeping a consistent naming convention so you are able to find documents within, you know, 10 seconds, uh, making sure that your electronic file is very organized, pleadings, discovery, investigation, documents that have been produced, you know, just making sure that your case, whatever system that you're using is organized from the, from the get-go. Whether it's BYOD or blockchain, crypto, end-to-end encryption, how do you personally keep up with all of the places data or evidence could hide? I don't do anything with blockchain. I just have my computer with our case management system. And as Alicia said, try to save it in the right way. Same. (laughs) Perfect. Money and value. What are you doing to value a case or the prospect of litigation? And how do you figure out what your client needs to invest to pursue it? I work on the defense side and my carriers decide what they're going to invest in that case. Valuing a case has become very difficult post-COVID because we lost two years of trials. So I read the jury verdict reporter. I pay very close attention to similar verdicts in my jurisdiction, but we're seeing some pops, some unexpected jury pops post-verdict, and it's hard to predict, even based on past case outcomes, what's gonna happen with this case. And I I would throw in, pre-COVID, using a, a mock jury was something we did fairly frequently the price is so astronomical. I get told no because of the cost of that right now. So we're we're in flux, and I, I'm going to blame it on COVID, post-COVID. I'm going to kind of piggyback on that. So my company, we do probably hundreds of mock trials and focus groups, and it's really to determine the value of the case and mitigate damages, of, um, especially with a lot of the nuclear verdicts lately of do you want to force parties to go into mediation? What is the real value? But I think at the beginning of the case, you know, what I what I bring is what type of budget are we working with? You know, should we do a mock trial at the beginning to really see, you know, if whether there's insurance coverage or if it's just a plaintiff case, you know, is this a two million dollar just kind of figuring out of how about the experts? Do we really want to spend money on experts? Do we really want to spend money on an accident reconstruction? Um, and so I think just from the very beginning, figuring out where you where we're going to put the money, and I think that helps determine the value of the case. And doing a mock trial and focus group will really can benefit. So you're really putting all that effort in on a case-by-case basis. There's Absolutely. not really like a standard that you're starting from here. No, every case has its unique set of facts, challenges, evidence issues. Sometimes the jury just doesn't like the plaintiff or a specific party, and so that could be challenging. But yeah, every each case is different, and we provide one you know, un- unique um, attention to each case. That's great. That's great for your clients. Yeah, absolutely. Getting a very good personal touch. Wonderful. Well, it looks like we've reached the end of the road for this episode. I want to thank both of you for joining us today. Um, if our listeners have questions or wish to follow up, how can they reach you? H. Barkus, B as in boy, A-R-C-U-S, at lewisthomason.com. Or just Google Heidi Barkus. It'll come up, and you can reach me that way. And if you are a female attorney or new to trial practice, I would love to have the opportunity to help you prepare for trial and present evidence in the courtroom. We also do graphics. You can find me on LinkedIn or Instagram uh, at Aquino Trial or email address is Alicia, A-L-I-C-I-A, at AquinoTrial.com.
Also, thank you to our listeners for tuning in. If you like what you heard, please rate and review us in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or your favorite podcasting app. Until next time, I'm Lydia Malone, and you've been listening to On the Road with Legal Talk Network. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS. Find us on Twitter and Facebook. Or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Thank <laughs> you.